0: It seems like uh, 2024 might be kicking off with a bang for the first weekend with uh some snow, bro. I uh, I think I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready for to to get the plowing and moving multiple inches of snow. How how you feel about uh this the storm potential storm coming in, man, for the first weekend? Hmm.
1: I'm about to leave to go to Disney World.
0: That could on be a mon- problem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> on Monday, um, and it's supposed to snow on saturday and sunday and then i think again on like thursday and then the following friday or something like that so it looks like we might get a lot of snow while i'm gone but my man my man anthony with excalibur landscape and he's gonna help me out take care of my route for me um it's
0: good having friends in in the proper places we
1: did a little up you know we we got the upgrade last year that we didn't use very much at the uh solter the yeah
0: vbx uh, 8000
1: yeah, boss. i out for you. I, I appreciate that because I, was I know your a inventory mental, better than
0: you do sometimes, right? I, yeah, that's crazy. I was <laughs> having
1: a mental lapse right there, but we got that. So, the last time, my man, uh, Anthony, he took care of um, my route for me when I went to play flag football two years Dunno. ago when it actually did snow a bunch. Mm, uh, we mm-hmm, had those mm-hmm. uh, couple snowstorms, and he took care of uh, my route for me, I think, three times while I was in. Florida the last time. So I knew I was going there again this year and I said, Hmm, who could I call? My boy Anthony he just happened to text me and I said, Hey, you wanna do my snow route for me again? He was like, <laughs> Sure. You know what I mean? So um I'm gonna probably take care of it on Friday or Saturday and Sunday. And then Right,
0: Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'll be hitting the Disney on Monday. So I, I'm actually excited um for it because the times that I do go on vacation or the times that like you know, they say if you're working in your business, you're
0: not, not a working business on a business. Yeah, whatever. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah I'm no, sorry. I
1: mean, um, it is cool to experience that for me sometimes. Um, and I like it. Like when you're on, you go on vacation and then work yeah. is actually still getting done and you're yeah. still making money while you're doing vacation is a really cool feeling. So uh, that's something that I like to experience when I do go on vacation. But, you know, I like to do the work. So um, that's cool, too.
0: But man, I'm gonna, I ain't gonna be like that one day when I grow up, bro. I
1: ain't gonna lie, bro. Just the thought of, um, you know, the work getting done, yeah, and me not actually having to be there is uh making me feel a little happy. <laughs> uh
0: oh, sound no, like you I'm... might be considering some changes for the next winter.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. We we like to do the work. Um, it's fun. I don't but... understand
0: why some people don't get that, man. Like, why? Why don't you understand? Like, hey, I like doing work like i've talked to a few people and people are um even like just people locally um it was asking me like hey you know you need to either hire some employees or even i've been recommended that um that i just subcontract out all my work and i'm pretty much just kind of like the dispatcher of things Mm -hmm. i'm like like yes i know i I can't work in the business forever right the body just ain't going to do it but it's like i like working i like doing this business i'm not in a rush to get out of this business so i, I don't um you know it's this is just something a lot of folks say to me i'm like man i i I do like the work so trying to rush to get out of here and hire like a whole either a whole company of employees or subcontracting out the work where i'm doing nothing like i said except being hey someone's called i let me call this company to go have them do the work for me I'm like i don't i don't want to do that bro i I'll want say, to be the business
1: yeah i'll say that the um the thought of being like the, what you just said, the quote unquote dispatcher uh, who is just delegating everything Yeah. to me, I, I don't necessarily, I'm not organized enough to be like, all right, I'm going to just, um, we're have this here, this here, this here, and, mm-hmm. and, and you're going to do this, you're going to do this, and you're going to do this, and it's all planned out. I, I don't really operate well yet like that i'm still yeah. learning that uh how to do that but i don't know bro it uh that that i don't say that's not appealing to me is to yeah. not be doing the work and simply be just you go do this you go do that that's not appealing to me I, I i really enjoy being part of the game like i i enjoy throwing the passes and stuff um and dunking the ball like i like yeah. to shoot i, I don't really I, I don't mind passing too. You know, I like throwing touchdown passes to my boys, but um in basketball, I like to shoot. You know what I'm saying? And, and we hooping out here on these grass cutting go carts, Cedric. But well, we gotta get yeah, started man. on the show.
0: Yeah. All right. We Let's can talk about the beginning snow. and opening of the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we're gonna talk a little bit about some snow today and um what, what we got going on, a little bit of memories that I got from my previous Disney trip. We're gonna yeah. have some fun today. I'm excited on this football, Talk some right. other things
0: as well, so. But well, we gotta get started. Stay tuned you for ready? This one. Yeah, man. I'm ready. Let's go. You are now listening
2: to the Lawn Care Power Moves podcast with Mac and Steele. through
1: Welcome to the Lawn Care Power Moves podcast, where we are mowing down barriers to excellence in the lawn care profession. I am Cordell Matt.
0: And I am Cedric Steele.
1: Welcome to another free flowing Friday! No extra what up ones though? today. No extra ones. <laughs> no extra ones. No extra ones. We, we're on, we on schedule today, bro. We, we're we, not off today. We,
0: right. we on schedule, bro.
1: You're right. And we got a snowstorm coming, and then your boys headed to uh, sunny Florida,
0: to Orlando, okay.
1: to see Mickey Mouse and Queen Elsa. My daughter loves Elsa, so. Oh, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> she loves Elsa, and she loves the Disney, the whole Disney thing. So I'm excited. My little four-year-old, my 12-year-old, hopefully we can get her in a dress. My wife wants to take a picture with, uh, you know, the two daughters all in the same dress, but.
0: Okay, I was going to say, we're doing the Disney princess theme. Is that the plan?
1: Well, my four-year-old is, that's what we, she's a princess through and through, bro. And she's got dresses that light up and all types of stuff. We, Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited um, to go down there. But before we get to any of that, good stuff Cedric because it's the off season right now for the majority of us across the country unless you do snow and I do some snow um, but it's the off season people ain't listening to podcasts as much so we got to be entertaining now for the next three months until we can get some nice warm greenery out here and it's called two
0: months we we jump back in heavy heavy uh, in February yeah
1: two months but before we do that said we got to talk about how you know, your week's been so far. Are you ready for the snowstorm? I know I talked about it a little bit. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, bro. Had a little bit of training going on over at the, uh, shop with the company I work for. I've said, this I don't even know how I want to, uh, re- reference what I do in the wintertime without having to mention every single time that I work for another larger outfit, uh, in the wintertime, but, uh, we're doing some training over at the shop, that shop on, um, We did training, I should say, today over at that shop um, for this Thursday as we record this and toss it out on Friday. Anyway, uh, we did some training. I got some new guys coming in, um, getting folks ready to go on this equipment because if we are going to have to push snow, which is looking like it's a high possibility, I need these guys knowing how to not tear up stuff. He almost cussed uh, right there, but he did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I got to so, say my uh, own taglines. Yo, tagline. <laughs> yeah,
0: so uh, getting these guys together, man, knowing how to run this salt, so we're not wasting salt, even though I don't really give a damn about it. ain't my salt, and they probably don't give that much care either because we need to burn through. Bruh, it is ridiculous how large these salt bins are. I are mean, you talking about these salt bins that are like 40 by 50 feet deep? Like, cats are building these uh you know shout out to brian he's building his old big garage and things like that detached garage from his house where he's gonna have his nice setup and things like that but i'm like man i'm I walk in salt bins this big and you're using these big huge loaders uh i think the what we, what we use over there uh k646e for mm-hmm. anyone that kind of knows that man i'm huge loaders bro but um yeah just getting these guys good to go on that stuff was was a goal for today man it looks like it was a very good successful thing man Making sure that, the, like I said, we don't tear up stuff, bro. But I am ready for the snow. I am ready for the weekend, bro. It has been chill mode here at the crib. Uh, Working on uh, content creation. Continuously trying to get that together, bro. And honestly, working on the business in terms of the goal and plan for what the website and the marketing material is going to be for 2024. Because uh, it is go time, bro. It's go time. I
1: like the salt, go time. salt bin thing. Me and uh, Talon have been talking about, I mm-hmm. wouldn't say we've been talking about getting one. Uh, the subject has come up before yeah. uh, for us to just have our own salt there at the compound so that we can just load up while we're there whenever we need to. Uh, but Because we do have a bobcat there. Um, yep. Piper has his small bobcat, but there's also like the compound cat. Which is oh, like this old one. compound cat it, hashtag
0: compound cat
1: yeah hashtag compound cat um we uh which is I don't know if it's Talon's or not but
0: the, okay the, you
1: know it was at the compound and it had some old tires on it Talon got some new tires somehow
3: okay, and it, it okay. works
1: uh, I don't know how you start it, though I've never operated one uh, but we have talked about it. the problem is we don't own the we don't own the place bro and I'm just yeah. not like this is a I'm not really. I'm not really down to be like enhancing someone else and value to some, even if yeah. it does help us out. Cause like, what the hell are we gonna do? If, if I decide, like, we say we both decide, me and Talon and Pipes, we just decide, and, and Tommy, the 19 year old, said, he might be 20 now. We just decide, hey, let's go buy a piece of property together. Yep. And we'll quad it up and we'll all have our own thing up. We'll all put up, you know, barns or whatever we need to do. And then mm-hmm. we could have a salt bin in the back of our own property. Like, what if we decide to do that one day? I guess then we would have to have someone come back pick up those blocks and transport them. And
0: move them. yeah,
1: somewhere else, which is but, a cost within itself. Yeah, so I mean, I, there's those things, but those salt bin things are dope. I seen uh, Sean and TQ got one. Yeah, they. Yeah. I think
0: they just said theirs is like a twenty or thirty thousand dollar salt bin, bro.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, just to think to make your life more convenient because that's what we need. I think that's what I would like to do. That's what I've been doing, mm-hmm. you know, um, since uh, reinvesting to make my life more convenient. That's how we get to the stress-free right. uh, lawn care or stress-free snow maintenance. You know, s- snow is stressful because there's so many variables. It's quick to be happen. able
0: to load that way. For sure. Yeah,
1: you can to load it up and get but back just out. just to make it less stressful because just <laughs> it's funny we're talking about snow and the snowstorm that's about to uh, come here this, this weekend. Um, but we had a little clipper come through the one we talked about on the last show. I think it was the last show. I can't remember when we talked about it, but it just came through dropped like a little quick half inch. Um, I can't remember if it was New Year's day. Yeah. Yeah. New Year's day yeah. it came through the, the the two inch, uh little half inch uh, deal came through, but the place where I get my salt from uh, wasn't open.
0: Yeah. They
1: don't open till five in the morning. Now the difference in those. So here's the thing. I call a couple of my boys over here. Uh, Shout out to Mark. Well, shout out to Talon, the rock star, number one. And then shout Mm -hmm. out to my boy, uh, Mark Bergamowski, Mark Bergamasko.
0: That's Uh, a mouthful. uh, Yeah.
1: That's my man. Um, The Pittsburgh landscaper over here uh, with um, Mark's multiple.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, He, this young dude, he, I got two YouTube videos with him. Um, he's twenty five years old. Plays hockey. He got like seven trucks. He's a he, my man's like almost at a million dollars in revenue. He's awesome. This this dude. So Talon's like hit up him, and because he gets it from this other place called Joe Mar. Um, okay. So I text him and I'm like, Yo, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Only person answering is Talon. Like I'm thinking mm, because it, mm-hmm. I know we knew that that this one was going to happen, right? So this was a couple of days before. Uh, this might have been before the day New after years. Christmas or something. Okay, this yep. one happened and then the one happened on New Year's. Um, so I, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I can't. I go to the salt place. It's not open. The one Almost. that I was told was open, I think, was closed. I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Because the difference in if I could load, the, if I get the salt prior to, and I could just go out and do it at night, right. And if we start at five in the morning, then I got to deal with the cars and the traffic. There's much more liability on the on the, on the roadways. Number one, and then
0: mm-hmm.
1: number two, because of that, it's everything takes longer. So if I can get the stuff, if I already have it, or if I could get it at three a.m., yep. if I get it at three a.m., I will be home by 10, 30, 11. If I can't get it till 5 a.m., I'm not going to get home till 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the afternoon.
0: Yeah, if you're lucky.
1: Yeah, just because of the, the different traffic and how mm-hmm. my route is. Trying to navigate
0: and through parking lots and stuff yeah, like that, bro. It's rough.
1: Yeah, so um, luckily Mark hit me back, and he's like the place. I went up there, it was like 2.30 or something like that in the morning. They weren't open yet, and when he finally hits me back like around 2.45. He's like, they don't open up till, uh, till 3. I was like, oh, thank goodness. (laughs) So (laughs) then something else crazy happens. Whenever me and Piper used his Bobcat to put my Salter back into the back of the uh, dump truck, Mm -hmm. bro, I didn't connect, I didn't put the spinner on when we put it in.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So
1: I didn't realize that it was back a tad bit too far. And then I couldn't close the spinner, so I could hook on the one side and when oh. I went to close it. The metals were coming to, they were they were contacting each other, so it couldn't close on the other side. And now yeah. I'm thinking, thank goodness I didn't just go get the salt put in there
0: because you would have had, because
1: then, then I wouldn't have been able to pull it. So what I had to do now it's uh, it's two something in the morning when I realized because I like I got to stop at the compound real quick and get the spinner because the spinner yep. wasn't on my soldier. So I, I stop at the compound, grab the spinner, go to put it on. It won't, it won't work. And I'm like, "What? Why won't it work?" I finally realize what's going on. And I'm like, "Dang!" When I get up inside the the dump truck, I can't push it forward because it's wet. I'm. Like the
0: yeah, you said it's like though. ice up there. When is yeah?
1: If you get in this aluminum, I don't know if it's like this on a steel dump truck, but the aluminum's not painted. There's no like friction or nothing. So as soon as you get up there, it don't matter what you got on. It's a slip and slide in there. This is why it was so <laughs> dangerous when I had just a tail. Bro, I had yeah. a tailgate spreader on there, and I was climbing up into the back during snowstorms off of a ladder that wasn't tall enough to then pick up bags of salt and put them into that Insane. spreader. It was, man, my first year in snow was absolutely,
0: it was nuts. (laughs) You was a renegade.
1: Yeah, but now (laughs) I got this big DBX 8000, it's strapped in, so I like undo the straps. I'm sitting here, I'm like, got my feet off of the ground. Okay, They're on my feet, both feet are on the back of the dump truck, and I'm trying to push the thing forward but I cannot grip anywhere on this aluminum. I, my Both my feet are on the on the thing, but they're slipping like I could do a split and fall into the, Ooh, in, don't you do know that, what I mean? Bro. Not, you know, I ain't falling any, <laughs> it would be falling a, a half a foot or whatever, but I just couldn't get any grip to push this thing forward. Don't do, do them
0: splits, bro. Bro,
1: finally, <laughs> I'm like, I'm at the compound. What can I use? I took the straps off that are used to secure the V-Box into the, um, so it can't move. I, I took yeah. those uh and I grabbed Piper's uh skag V-ride. Luckily, it was in the compound. Like my both my mowers were in my trailer. Yeah. And my trailer is backed up so you can't get the mowers out.
0: Right? The wall. Right.
1: So I couldn't use them. And so I grabbed his, I put the straps on and I had to wiggle it back and forth a few times and finally it slid forward enough. So it took me I don't know, uh I started to do that at like 145 And by the time I got done, that's when Mark texted me and was like, cool. So it took me like an hour to do that. Then I had to drive up, get loaded up, do the salt running there. It was a a catastrophe.
0: It's an eventful. You can say that was an eventful first time. It
1: was fun. And and it's unfortunate because I really, I wish that I had uh, like filmed it. Okay. You know, so people could see the struggles. It was, but it was at night. The lighting was terrible. Like I didn't have a, a light with me so that I could like myself and explain what was going on. Uh, it sounds like excuses. I need to be better at doing that. But also I'm like, I don't want to be out here till four o'clock, till four o'clock in the afternoon. Like I got to get this thing done as fast as possible. I don't got really got time to be looking at angles and, and making Not sure. Not today, right? This ain't the day for that, right? So that was my first <laughs> experience this year. And then the second time it was smooth sailing, bro. I just went to my normal place. Um, Cause it was in the middle of the day. Like I woke up at nine o'clock, nine in the morning and, Mm. Boom! It was snow on the ground, so I went straight, got my stuff, went and took care. That's of a good thing I mean,
0: for you, man, with that VBX eight thousand. That as long as the salt is dry when it's getting loaded into your hopper, you can throw that cover on top of it, and you ain't got to worry about your your salt going bad or anything or getting wet or uh, anything of the such. So yeah, you're you're definitely saved without having to deal with having a a brick of salt in the back of your uh, your VBX eight thousand. Now we had that issue, you know, last year. At a, our outfit, man, we had um, we had to drive, let's say, probably about 30 minutes from the shop down to Lancaster, Ohio. I know there's a Lancaster, PA, but Lancaster, Ohio. Um, and we would go down there and actually the properties that we served on there was a, a group home or a rehabilitation home uh, set up. And they had different properties around the Lancaster area. So. We would get, we would load up the salt, man. And by the time we'd get down there, unfortunately, with the way the weather was, a lot of times the, uh, the soldiers would be locked up, bro. We had the pencil chain set up on those. Um, most of the time, they, there wasn't the auger. So their pencil chain set up and them joints would just get locked up. And the problem was, uh, prior to, to me being there is that, uh, you know, man, here's another problem with having a large a large company, man. You you know, you have these tens of hundreds, of, well, not hundreds, but tens of employees, bro. Some of these guys don't take care of the uh, equipment, man. So some of that stuff just wasn't maintained well and got beat up. So, man, we'd get down there, it'd be locked up. You'd literally drive 30 minutes down and you realize, oh, I can't even apply no salt because the pintle chain is locked up, it's frozen. Some of the salt is turned into a brick and when you drive back up, so you drove oh. half an hour down there, half an hour back. So by the time you get back up to the main shop, you're back there with a uh, what? What is it? A, a, a what is it? A pike? I think is what it is. A metal pike, and you're in there sending up on top of this, uh, you know, F five fifty on a flatbed, jamming down into a, a, a four cubic yard trying to break uh, the soul, spreader, soul trying to break the soda up, trying to loosen it up. We had um, times, man, you have to grab like a, We had these huge containers. Literally, it'd be I don't know ten thousand gallons would be a guess. Ten thousand gallons of brine. In this uh, this big liquid container with a hose on it, man, you'd have these hose and you'd be sh- uh, you'd be shooting the the uh, the brine out of the the large tank into the spreader and you, um, this four cubic yard spreader on top of this F five fifty, bro. So not only are you standing up there trying to get it, get all the stuff in there to break up, so you can empty it out. At that point, all the salt becomes a waste because you're activating it by putting the brine on it. It was like it was such of a hassle last year. It was like, yeah, we need to make sure that. We don't run into the situation again. Thankfully, uh, they didn't renew with the the company this year, um, so we we don't have to drive Why down to that area no more. So the
1: salt was already preloaded in the trucks, or they just no. wasn't. Th- they weren't getting through the salt, and then they were just leaving it in there.
0: So what what happened? That that was a situation too. But with this, like I said, this particular property being a half an hour away, you, you would go and load it up with the large. You you would literally load up. Three tons, four tons of salt into this loader. You know, I mean, you know, three, four huge bucketfuls. You load it into the the uh, to the spreader. And you would drive a half an hour away from, well, you know, last year we had some of those freezing cold temperatures, oh, bro.
1: And it would get hard. It would on get
0: hardened on the way down there. Oh, and wow. not to mention the spreader wasn't in the best condition in the first place. Oh. So you got those two things working against each other, bro. It was hectic. And the the third part of that, and I mentioned this last year, bro, with them being the, the group homes, uh, they had small, like the parking spaces and things like that where we'd be treating. Only be like two, three, maybe five parking spaces max. Mm -hmm. And you're taking this huge F-550 down there with this. Bruh, we needed to end up taking a pickup truck with a tailgate. That's what really should have went down there. But it's so inefficient because there was 12 properties down there. And you're trying to take a tailgate spreader down it, it was such a hassle salt? bro with the bag salt we yeah. ended up having the bag salt and, and that was uh, eventually what happened because of the bigger trucks having not only the issues of being able to navigate the the parking lot themselves but also just we having issues with the salt bro so it was like i'm so glad that that contract didn't get renewed for this upcoming season and it's no longer a worry of ours now we just got the big stuff we got the you know the amazons the hospitals the universities and uh that stuff is generally wide open bro so i'm yeah. i'm I'm glad that's no longer an issue and not to mention we got better equipment this year. Uh, cause our team got screwed last year, this year, we are no longer the redheaded stepchilds. We are the performers cause I am there. You know me? I am not, not going to let <laughs> us, uh, yeah, underperform, need- but yeah, man, we got the good stuff. We got the new F550s. We got the 3,500, uh, Chevy 3,500s with the nice spreaders and stuff like that. And we, uh, we're not going to get stuff done, bro. I got a good team.
1: I need a, uh, I, I, I want to see what life is like plowing and doing, um, ice management like salting with a pickup truck okay so you want to go down in size yeah because i've only experienced doing it with my dump truck and i take care of some driveways i know a pickup truck is going to just be way easier to maneuver and i'm just i would love to see like what the visibility is like being able to look out of the back window i'm using all mirrors um i did put a like a camera on the back Mm -hmm. last year but it just, it didn't really work well. Still, I still couldn't see anything and trying to look.
0: Do you feel like it was, uh, there was an issue with like building up on the camera or anything like that or?
1: No. So it had guidelines, but you know okay. how the, yep. the guidelines now for all of the newer vehicles, they turn and stuff. So you could see okay. like, where the car is going to be and all of that. These yep. guidelines didn't do any of that. And also I couldn't, I still couldn't really see how close I was to stuff. Okay. because at night it turns into like night vision so it's not mm-hmm. a color screen it was like uh like a, almost a black and white like bluish black
0: yeah like white I
1: got type screen and i couldn't really tell what was what how close i was to anything so i just dis- disregarded the um i disregarded the camera because i really couldn't i didn't feel like i could trust it okay so then i went back to the like make, let me make sure i'm looking out both mirrors while i back up and Doing all of that. I would love to just be able to see the back of the truck and see where I'm going and and be able to, because like I said before, I like to spread the salt backing up in a lot of the places that I got to go. Like when I got to do one of these long driveways, it's different. Just drop the plow or we just drive up it with the salt going, turn around, drive back down. I kind of double apply. um, Yeah. When it comes Get to good that coverage, but, that way. I do the same yeah, thing, and uh, it really makes sure everything is melted off, and there's enough for just in case it snows again, so I don't have to make this trip because
0: no refreeze. Uh, my
1: my snow route isn't dense. Like I'm I'm taking care of my properties, and yeah. there's like I take care of two here near my house, and then I drive over to this other area. I take care of 13 over there. And then I drive to another area and I take care of five over there. So I don't know how many that 18. I think different sites I'm taking Sorry, care of. Sorry, I lost of.
0: count. Forgive me.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I, I don't know. But it's three different areas. So I, that's why it takes long if I don't get to, uh, if I don't get to get the salt so early in the morning and get to get started, getting started, mm-hmm. then it takes a lot longer. Uh, because I'm driving from one area, then I got like a 30-minute drive. Boom, I go knock off 13 little properties over there. Then I got like a 35-minute drive, and I go knock off four more in this other area. And then I got like a 25, 30-minute drive home to get back mm-hmm. to the crib. And before I do that, I got to stop at the car wash, rinse everything yeah. out. And um, I just – I turn the turn the spreader on afterwards, and I got this uh, this like – grease spray it's called white lithium okay uh, yep you no know, yep. and i just turn the because i got the pencil chain thing so i just turn that mm-hmm. on 10 after i spray everything out i turn that on 10 and i just totally saturate the uh the lubrication
0: chains. and keep that stuff good yeah Go.
1: I just totally saturate the chains i'm not sure how much of the um just how sticky it is but i think i'm gonna start using uh fluid film I'm not, okay. you know, but I have to do a little research. I think out. they're
0: gonna perform probably about the same for you know, honestly. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I spray those on there and that because uh shout out to Mike Bedell. He just told me, you know, make sure you keep up on on your chains, like because they're mm-hmm. gonna get rusty, there's gonna be corrosion because of the salt. That's soil. the problem. Most of the the VBX the most of the VBX is plastic, and then under the bottom, I think is like aluminum or stainless steel, which doesn't mm-hmm. rust. But the chain itself and then the the bar that spins the chain, those mm-hmm. two things are steel. So they get rusty. So I didn't know anything about fluid film last year. I just found out about that because uh, my boy Pipes uh, told me about it. And then he fluid filmed the bottom of my dump truck for me because my yeah. my, my dump is aluminum, but everything else under there is steel, like mm-hmm. the the hydraulic arm and everything. So I didn't know there were grease points all over that. Me and him, he went through, he greased everything up for me. And then he flew it, filmed the spray. Cause, uh, Talon gets like a, he's like an ambassador for something. Amzoil or something like that. So he gets, oh, yeah? he, he gets stuff for free.
0: he the a plug, man. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to head up. <laughs> yeah. To- if
1: you need anything, he's a, <laughs> I, not an ambassador. He's a, uh, he's a, uh, a dealer. He's like what, uh, okay. what Christian yeah, yeah, is yeah. with the, with the plow marker things.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I forget what it's called. Um, uh,
0: uh, he's like a dealer just an authorized dealer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Authorized dealer. That's what he is. I think I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. But <laughs> so pipes went through and, and he sprayed all of that stuff down. So, uh, but that, that was just something like, you know, when you spend, it, so for those people, you're saying they don't really care about the equipment. That's well, cause it ain't theirs.
0: Exactly. Why would they
1: care? I must cuss right exactly. here. Exactly. They, they don't care. So yeah, leave the salt in there. Don't spray it out. Cause let me get out of this cold weather and go home because why, why do they need to protect the investment? Uh, but for me, I'm like, I got this thing costs $8,000. I need this thing to last as long as possible, especially since yep. we ain't getting no, mean, no snow really last year. I just barely got it paid off last year from the mm-hmm. amount. Like I spent the money on it in cash, and now I'm trying to recoup the investment back, and I just barely uh, got to paying it off last year, like paying my money back to myself uh, for the thing. So I want it to last for 10 years if I can. Yeah. You know, maybe I only have to replace a chain or something like that. But if I'm very, very, very happy, um, that I did some research and I got the Pentel chain. The Pentel chain is
0: where it's you, at, bro. That was a, that was a big, uh, a big uh, decision you made. I know we talked about that like thing for
1: like three or four months. I think it might've been like a 1000 or maybe $1,800, difference i can't That's remember um but i was just like after talking to bedell i, I talked to him at lao at, uh, before i bought it and uh just talking to him he was giving me the pros and cons of the auger versus the thing like so you could save Pendleton, this yep you could save you know some money and get the auger but then you also got to get a vibrator put on mm. on the side and and then the auger has its issues and its limitations like getting stuck and stuff like you can't use different materials. And I was like, yeah, well, what if one day I want to throw some sand down and, you know, whatever I can do that.
0: What, what if I, I yeah, thing?
1: there's so many different applications, the ways it could be used and, and different materials that you could put in there. I was like, yeah, let me, let me go ahead and make this investment. Um, and it's been cool. So, but again, like I said, you want to make sure that, I uh, that I take care of it. And so that's Absolutely why we, not. we spray them out, bro. <laughs> well, not we, I, I. <laughs> I spread it out.
0: Yeah. You. Um, yeah <laughs> no, I'm with you, man.
1: It's funny. I get all, Uh, I came home after spread it out the one day. And my my four year old was home because it was during the Christmas break. She didn't have daycare. Right. She's like, What's that white stuff all over you, daddy? Mm. I'm like, That's salt. She is you like, looking
0: like a Christmas display. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> like why you? Snow.
1: Yeah. She's like, You supposed to put, salt so on food not on you <laughs> i'm like yeah he's are funny funny. Uh, you know but, what's
0: crazy bro i get i get uh i was talking to my wife about this almost like a day or two ago i was like i get dirtier working in the shop at the you know at the shop than i do actually out applying salt because when i'm out there there's nothing that's going to get me dirty i'm in the vehicle all the time i'm hitting buttons i might hop out check make sure that the conditions of you know the the uh, ice is starting to melt and making sure the rock salt is working, but the dirtiest I get is when I'm at the shop, like where the, the salt bin is, you got to climb in off the loader, but the, the, the yard right there is all, you know, wet rocks and things like that. Now it's turning to mud. So you're stepping in mud, going through here, trying to get in and out of loaders, getting in and out of the truck. And then the other unfortunate thing that's happened is because we've had so much time in between uh salt runs is that They're still utilizing that truck for other things. They're still doing uh, cleanups because they're a large company. They're doing hospitals, like, say, universities, the the warehouses and things like that. They have all these cleanups that they're still running into from even that they started in September that they're still finishing up here now in January. But these guys have been still taking out the dump trailers with the with the salt uh, spreader still in the back. So to hook that up and not cause any damage to the to the actual spinner, they've been taking the spinners off. So every single time I've, I've had to go in and, you know, we're getting ready to do a salt run, I've had to reattach a spinner. Well, the, the problem is, you know, it's not an electric spinner. It's a hydraulic spinner. So you got to jam the hoses up, you know, get all the connections going. And like, you're down on your, your you know, one knee or so. You're not together. I'm like, bro, I get dirty in the shop or in the yard more than I'll ever get dirty actually doing the job. That's where it's getting. something I'm like, so I've came home and like, my pants are covered in sold and like, this isn't from applying anything. It's literally from me trying to reconnect the spreader or climbing in and out of the loader so I can, uh, you know, uh, get sold into the bins or either I'm emptying it out at the end of the, sh- the uh, end of the run. It's just, bro, I, I don't, I, I want that part to change. <laughs> I don't know I how don't, that's going to change, but I, I want, want that
1: part to change. You're right. Because I don't get out of the truck either. It's not the, um, the, my snow contracts, I don't even have to do the sidewalks. Like the, yeah. their staff does the sidewalks. They just come out and do it on their own. All I gotta do is worry about the, the places where there's gonna be cars or handicap spots, that type. Of yeah. Stuff. Um, but uh, I like my 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 daughter said, "You're going to work in the snow, and all you have on is a hoodie and sweatpants." Yeah. I'm like, I don't even got boots no more. It just <laughs> I, I wear my I'm, I'm wearing my cujos, bro. I don't even yeah. have no boots. Um, because I don't gotta get out of the truck. I do. I got to get out for one house. Um. One, I do a property where they have like a, a handy um a handicap ramp.
0: Okay, okay. You know, so I got
1: to get out and I shovel that, but I got a thirty-two inch like Bosch push shovel. Okay, shout out to Bosch, bro. They make some dope quality products. Um, hashtag not sponsored, but shout out to the Bosch uh, to the Bosch snow products, man. They got this push shovel. It's like the man plow type thing you get off. It actually a, a is,
0: um, it actually yeah. is a man plow It's uh, pretty sure Boss licensed in that. Uh, yeah, it just says Boss on
1: it though, it don't say man, yeah. plow. it's just his boss. But anyway, it's it's super it's, easy. I'm sorry, it's the
0: the snow plow, is what they call it. But yes, uh, Boss licensed that from Snow Plow to uh, actually put their red uh handle and things like that on. But yeah. go, go ahead, I'm sorry, continue.
1: No, that's dope, but I got that. I just walk up the the path with that, push the slow to the side real quick, yep. and then the cool thing on the boss i'm a, I'm gonna show this I know the Spencers have before, but you can move the spreader to one side and just put a bucket under the the chain thing and load yep. up load up your bucket so now I used to carry bag salt with me and everything i mm-hmm. you no know, now I don't even worry about that. I get out I grab my i got a lowe's bucket in the back a five gallon lowe's bucket. I run that, throw that on the, on the, uh, actually I hold it. I don't even, because I'm not like close to the ground. You don't have to pick it back
0: up off the ground. Yeah. The so I just yeah.
1: hold it and I, I'm not going to fill the whole thing up. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a small little area, uh, but they, uh, the, the homeowner requested that it be salted heavy. So like we threw this stuff down super thick because yeah. they don't want no slips on that handy, uh, on the handicap ramps or on the steps and anything like that. But other than that, I don't get out of a truck. So they like, why do you got on sweatpants? Why do you got on a hoodie? And you don't even yeah. have on a tosle hat or not like, no, no toboggan. I don't know what people call them. We call them tousle hats here in Pittsburgh. Some people call them toboggans, but mm. the, you know, the the warm, the, the Scully hats. Yeah, I don't even hats. have one of them on, But <laughs> I'd be in there with, you know, my regular hat on, uh, just chilling in the, chilling in the truck. It gets hot in there, man. It gets it on do.
0: there. You can't have on too much clothes. Well, I'm I in down. and take my coat off every single time.
1: I drive with the windows like, I don't know, there's probably like two inches two of opening. Inches. Yeah. yeah. So that cause my, my daughter's like, how come every time I get in the car, the windows are down? I'm like, what do you mean? They're, <laughs> they're down because I drive with the windows cracked all the time. Yeah. The heat be on and then I adjust the heat to where I always put the heat on defrost and the floor. Yeah. So it's never blowing in my face. So it's either it's on the windows and it's on the floor. So my feet are always warm
0: and, and, the, window's uh, always clear. and, and
1: the windows always clear. And then the, the whole car is warm, but you got to let that heat out. Bro. And yeah. you know me, I'd be on a thousand. I'd anyway, so be on a thousand. So I'd be geeked up. I'd be geeked up. I'd be ferns. geeked up in there, bro. Yeah. Human furnace <laughs> like uh, from the, uh, from the fantastic four, um, you know, that's what I'm about to do though. When we get down to Florida, it's going to be like 70, five degrees and i'm geeked because we going to uh to disney world man so while the snowstorm is going on on this free flowing friday we're in the off season and i got a couple trips coming up i'm geeked up about it
0: and we're gonna get to it right after this thank you for listening to the lawn care power moves podcast and we will be right back
3: are you feeling stuck in the slow lane of business growth wondering how to assemble a dream team that propels your business forward or perhaps putting in the hustle, but not seeing the financial results that you crave? We get it. But guess what? We've got the game-changing event you've been waiting for. Get ready for the LCR Summit, your ultimate experience to get answers and take action. Join industry titans, Keith Calfish, John Pajak, Marvin Salcedo, Paul Jamison, Mr. Producer, and Jeremy Vest in dynamic workshops on marketing, team building, and company culture. Budgets, break-evens, and bottom lines, podcasting, and YouTube content creation designed to kick your business into high gear picture this two days of hands-on interactive sessions in the heart of atlanta georgia at the creators clubhouse on january 19th and 20th limited seats ensure an engaging experience so you're not just attending you're participating collaborating and transforming oh and did we mention a special bonus brace yourselves for jonathan patoshnik the lawn care millionaire delivering a keynote that's worth the price of admission alone lcr summit event host naylor taliaferro says i wish this event existed when i started my business it's a unique opportunity to connect with industry leaders and invest in the future growth of your business click the link in the episode description or head straight to lcrsummit.com to snag your seat before they sell out and by the way tickets are fully refundable because hey we get it business emergencies happen and when there's snow you gotta go so invest in your future worry free Here's to the clear skies and bright future of your business. We'll see you January 19th through the 20th at the LCR Summit. LCRsummit.com.
0: So,
1: man, I'm I'm excited because in a few days, we're going to be going to Disney World, bro. Disney World is the happiest place on earth. I can't (laughs) wait to have my my four-year-old down there. And I I haven't got to go with her yet. So she's been a couple times, but she went with like... OK, she won she, she I think she went when she was maybe two and a half.
0: Mm, like, OK, or maybe yeah.
1: three, like close to three or it was like close, like closer to two than than three years old for her, the last time that she was there. And uh, I'm excited to go because I'm a big uh, I'm a big kid when it comes to things like that. You know, the nostalgia of childhood Yeah. and things that I didn't get to experience and then getting to experience those things with my with my kids, like making. Uh, I guess living vicariously through them. I wouldn't recommend that. Like if you are a failed sports athlete, and you're trying to put trying extra to- <laughs> extra pressure on your children because you didn't make it as an athlete. I don't I, I do that. Um, but for experiences that I always wish that I had got to have whenever I was a kid, I'm like, I want to, I want to see the joy on my child's face that I never got to have on my own face. And I ain't blaming yeah. no one for that. You know, I'm just saying it just didn't wasn't in the cards for me as a kid, but I know now that the things that I didn't want was so that I could have these experiences later and enjoy them more. Because okay. I know what I didn't get to have. And now that I do get to make sure these things happen, because, you know, another thing that you don't realize in your naivete of being a child is that someone has to do something for those things to happen. yes. You know what I mean? Like, for me to be able to have Tinkerbell come through my window and say, hey, you're going to Disney World. Like, my mom would have had to spend a hell of a lot of money. She's a single mom with three kids. For that to happen for me, my mom would have had to make unreal sacrifices to try and make that happen. And that wasn't in the cards. And I'm not blaming her or anyone else for that. I don't, you know, but to have these experiences with my own kids because I own a business. Yeah. Like I can go because I own a business and I can make the money to make it happen because I own a business and to actually then go and do it and then get that experience. is priceless to me. Like, so I am so excited to go down here and not only that there's some new rides down here. I always tell people the story about what I believe is the best ride in the history. Of rats that I've experienced thus far in my 40 years of life. And that is Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom, the Avatar. I think I might have told the story about this before on the podcast or on a live show or something, but bruh, let me tell you. I know I told you this story about this at Texas Roadhouse one time, but the first time that I experienced Disney World, my wife, um, She knows she had been to Disney World before, right? Yep. She already knew what it was hitting for. I had no idea. If anyone who hasn't been to Disney, there are so many people there, uh, and there's the lines for the big rides that you want to ride, or there's long wait times. Because there's a, I don't know, I'm just exaggerating millions of people down here at this place. The lines are long. She knew what she had experienced it before, so she already knew. So I called her the Disney drill sergeant. We literally had an itinerary, bro. (laughs) She had blocks, these blocks of times, like every day for seven days, and they were color-coded and everything. Like, we're going to be here for this and here for this and here for this, and we got this character breakfast and this. Because she wanted to make it like an immersive experience for me. It wasn't even really about my daughter, bro. She wanted to make this like, the best experience that I could possibly have. Cause she or I hadn't told her so many times about Tinkerbell coming through that window, <laughs> like childhood. Uh, I wouldn't say trauma, but like a childhood dream I wanted to yeah. make happen. And I, so she knew like, uh, let me make this the best experience for my husband. So she had all of these things planned out. And I'm like, I told you bro, ADHD. I'm, I'm off the top of the head. So I would have went down there like, or right, I I don't know where we're going. Go down here and find out. We're going to figure it out when we get there. That's how I, that's how, that's the bad thing. That's what I'm saying. So I got my wife. You know, Yin to the yang, I'm a chaos, chaotic person, and she's calm and collected and thinks things out. So she had all of these things lined up because if you go down there, again, let me preface this. We went for seven, seven days. It was my first ever time going. So we went crazy. But if you're going to be there for that long, you will get nothing done if you don't have a plan. Yeah. You won't get nothing done. There is so much to do. There's so much to see. There's lines are so long and the walks are long and there's just a lot to do. But, and I was enamored by all of the stuff. When We got to animal kingdom, bro. We're walking through and you see, uh, there's all kind of cool things. Like you walk through the rainforest cafe and all, there's all these cool things there, man. Big statues of different things. And then you get to where the Avatar stuff is at. And literally, as I'm walking
0: through, have you been to Disney before? It's not since 95. All right.
1: Well, then you don't know I'm about to talk about either thing. This is even better now. I get to tell a real story to Cedric, too. He gets to hear it just <laughs> like you. So anyway. As you're walking, as I'm walking through Disney again, I am like a 30 year old child, bro. I am literally, this is nine, seven years ago or something like that. I'm walking around like a, like a 33 year old little kid, like a 33 year old, seven year old. That's how I walk around. I, I see everything. Oh, my God. Look, there's that. And there's this. Look, there's that big golf ball thing. I can see that from here. And look at all of this. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a, yeah, bro. You know the big golf ball that's down there. I'm, I'm like, God. dang. I, yeah, that must have been. Uh, <laughs> who could hit that big ass golf ball? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it, that's what I call it, the big golf ball and I didn't know what it was called when we got down there. She was laughing too with <laughs> the big golf ball. She knew what I was talking about though, just yeah. like you did. So anyway, I, I'm I'm all excited about about that and everything and and I'm looking at all of this stuff in complete sensory overload for my ADHD brain. I can't focus on anything until we walk through and I see the floating uh stones of Pandora. Okay. Bro, it looks like Avatar. out the movie like uh-huh. you're walking through and the the coolest thing is it like how they have it set up the cables look like vines they have okay. them all dressed up so okay. you can't really necessarily tell that they're not really floating and yeah. you walk through and you hear the like you hear the 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 different animals and stuff and there's like a couple different um like rides where you you one is like a boat you sit in and you can see things scampering through around right. you and all of right. that. I don't remember what that thing is called, but then we got into the line. We also had these wristbands. So you could get, it was like you scan your wristband and you could go in the line and it's shorter.
0: Oh, okay. So you, you get had the straight fast to pass the, setup. Yeah, yeah.
1: That fast pass thing. So we had that and you had to have them time scheduled out. So yeah. listen, we had the flight of passage time scheduled out. We go scan our little thing. We go through, I'm walking through, you're like in a mountain and there's, you hear all of this stuff and whatever. It's so, like, cool, just being in that, I had no idea what the ride was about to be like, bro you walk through, and uh, like I said, bro, you walk through the the mountain first, whatever you're seeing the rocks and they look cool and everything. Mm-hmm. they got little statues in there and stuff, uh hieroglyphics are up on the wall and everything, like from the avatars, whatever, and then, as you get into the building, you're like now in one of the labs. And you see one of these giant—I almost cussed again. You see a avatar thing, and this thing's like twelve so feet tall. Yeah, they're
0: huge. Huge, and I got pictures, large, yeah.
1: I got I got pictures, you know, next to them and everything from all those years ago. Anything? I'm I'm in here looking at, and it has a there's like a thing on the wall that shows like a human, like you can stand next to how big they are. Okay, they're like twenty feet tall. I think they're they're enormous, and when you stand, you look so small whatever so you but you can see like they got different uh there's one in like water like how they show them when they're being created there's okay it's in yeah, like the water tank, floating tank. around yeah. like that and then there's all of these other things like uh you know fake scientific space type stuff that you might see there and there's you know whatever going on there's all these different contraptions and then you go into the actual thing and there's like a a short little movie where they tell you what's about to go on and Everything, whatever. Then you go into the thing and you sit down on what is the banshees. You know what the banshees are? If listen, the banshees are the things that they fly on. All right. So you don't sit on that. You sit on this thing. It's like a I can't. It's it's like you're in a saddle, and then this thing comes up onto your chest, and this other thing comes up on your like on your back, and it holds you in there tight, and it's like you're on a motorcycle.
0: Okay. All right. Okay.
1: Then this thing opens up and you move out like this. There's people over top of you and there's people below you and like uh, depending on where you're at and there's one in the middle, but then it, it like pushes you out and the floor drops away from you. All right. And you're not going to move from this area except for the thing moving and turning a little bit. Okay. Whatever. But then you start feeling this stuff in between your legs and it's like the animal that okay. you're supposed to like Beyond is breathing, and you could feel the breath. Oh. So okay. it feels like you're actually on this thing. And then the lights come on, and it's like you're in the world, and it's all around you. It is okay. amazing, bro. And then this dude, one of those avatar things comes up. He flies up to the middle, and he's like, he waves his hand to you, like the come on signal, like, come on. And then he just does a dive. interactive.: yep. Yes, bro. He just does a dive and then you tilt forward and it looks and feels like you are flying on this thing. And it takes you on this like tour through Pandora and you're flying in that big ass uh orange and red, yellow, mm-hmm. that big one, I can't remember. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Tanook, what or whatever I think it's called. I can't remember what the thing's called. But anyway, that thing's chasing you, and you could smell everything. You could mist of the bro, water they go all like loud, man. hit you. It's absolutely in credible it's the it, uh, every time i tell the story i'm like you have to experience this if you've never experienced this please experience it and again just the, i want people to know like i don't ever experience this working my jobs bro
0: okay yeah. not yeah. without
1: it being an absolute straight up sacrifice where bills ain't getting paid mortgage ain't getting paid car payments ain't getting paid we going to come back stressed as hell but at least we got the memories type of feeling right Right, I ain't have none of that. We yeah. paid for this thing if I saved up, and we paid for it, and i there was no stress coming home. all bills were still paid, and everything. So when I was down there, I got to actually experience the true joy of being in Disney World and being happy and While I was there to bring this full circle uh this was in uh we were still like working and Captain Jack and this other guy named vince uh they they mowed my route at the time we weren't doing snow yet yeah but you know they they went out and they did the uh that we didn't have a the, the big contract that I have now uh, but they went out and they serviced all my properties for me while we were down at the thing and I can remember being on the uh being at the at the pool you know filming my little daughter in slow motion jump into the pool and thinking to myself wow this is this is it's fun, man. I got paid. I ain't even there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I yeah. think of things like that, it does make me like, maybe I should. But again, I like to do the work. Is it gonna? You know what I mean? But experiences like this, but you don't have to. You
0: don't have to give up both, bro. That's the cool thing correct. about it. You can do both. Absolutely. Don't. I
1: was just saying, though. Yeah. Just that was the f- the first time, first time I ever you, felt that it hit you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So then, and then the second time was when I went to Florida, and then now my boy Anthony, is going to take care. Of the properties again for me. But it was just like that was the business did that. Me taking a chance gave me an experience that I will never forget. It's not just taking my daughter. It's taking my daughter to Disney World. It's it's creating an experience that I always dreamed of having. And, you know, I said this quote before, but George Bernard Shaw says the the successful people who make it in this world look around for the circumstances that they want. And when they can't find them, they create them. Like I wanted Tinkerbell to come through my window and couldn't happen. So I had to create it. And in 2024, bro, I'm about to go to Disney World again, eight years after the first time that I went because we've created something. We've created a life that we want to live, my wife and I. We're going to do things that we want to do. It's 2024. You got to do the things that you want to do because time is too short. I know I say that every episode, but that's so real in my life right now. And the, and my wife, she says to me, "I just want to have experiences." Yeah. Like so going to New York, that was to have an experience. The Christmas parties that we just had was to create an experience and memories. Because those are the priceless things that we have. And so these businesses are the things that are the vehicles to help us to be able to accomplish these things. It's so important, man, that we start to give our time back to ourselves in 2024. And 2024 should be a time for you to grow immensely in every aspect of you and whoever you are, wherever you're at right now, whether it's bad, it could get better. If it's good, it can get better. If it's already better, it can get better. And it's 2024. Let's make that happen. I'm so geeked up to go to Disney World because it's like a reward for all of the actions and all of the sacrifice and the burnout and the feelings of, uh, you know, slight depression after Equip Expo and after LAL and coming home and not having people to talk to. It's like all of that well, so I could go do this and have an experience and create memories. So that's my Disney story, bro. Go ride flight of Passage. I'm geeked up now. Said real quick, um, because there's like the Tron, uh, right. Yeah. That's how I never got to ride that yet. There's the, uh, there's like a, a star Wars thing or I want something. To check that out. I want to check out the uh, transformers think, as well. And I think there's uh, transformers. Is that another one?
0: Yeah, I think that is another and one. There,
1: and yeah, there's, there's like three new things that are somewhat, uh, Similar to the flight of passage thing. So I, I want to try all of those out. My wife made sure that happened. And also, another different thing is this is the first time, like, so originally, I know I've been talking for a minute. I apologize. But originally, we were supposed to go down, this was supposed to be a flag football trip. So th- right now, the national flag football tournament is going to be going on the same week that I'm there. Th- this all was planned because we were supposed to go down and play football, me and my my friends, my teammates, right? But now we're old. Before it was an all guys trip. And I don't really like going nowhere without my wife anymore. And if I could bring my kids, then that's even better. as a bonus. Mm-hmm. But like, every time I go to Florida and I, and I'm on the phone with my wife, I'm like, damn, I wish I was home. Because when you go down there to play football, right, one team is going to win and all the other teams are going to have uh hopefully they don't have arguments and lose friendships but i've seen people literally lose friendships um over flag football i've seen yeah. people quit on their teammates in the middle of games and people break out in fights injuries happen all of this stuff we all get stressed out and then at the end of the at the end of the day no one wins like it's always almost always a florida team that wins cuz they get to play so much and they're great at flag football. I mean, this is—it's amazing. But so we come up here from Pitts down there from Pittsburgh. Those teams are playing four or five hundred games a year. We play three seasons and maybe playing some tournaments. You might play a hundred times to so their four hundred or five hundred times, and you expect to go down there and have the chemistry and win, and you don't. And then there's the agony of defeat. And then you paid all of this money to go down there. And yeah, did you get an experience? Did you have some fun? Sure. But it's a recreational sport. And I've seen people blow out ACLs. My one boy broke his nose. He had a concussion. Like all these different things happen. You know what I mean? Sprained ankles, broken fingers, tooth through the lip. Like all types of crazy stuff, bro, that happens during that. And then, you don't even win. And even if you do win, you don't even win money. All you win is some people know that you won that year and they don't give a damn the next year. <laughs> Ain't no one about to turn into Michael Jordan in flag football. Only a few. There's this one guy who played on the team USA. And then there's this the young lady from Mexico who's like the face of flag football. She has literal commercials on the Super Bowl. But other than them, who the hell do you know who playing flag football? No one, but you know a whole bunch of people that's out here being successful as business owners.
0: Absolutely, man. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Hey, but, I, I got three things, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hold on. Ahead.
1: But the the one difference is is it's like I said it was. Sorry, said, but it was supposed to be a flag football thing, um, and then it didn't. It, it's not going to be a flag football thing. It now it it literally turned into my brother, and his four kids and his wife, and me and my kids and my wife, and we got a we got a a, a house. And it turned into a family trip that I get to spend time with my younger brother and his family. And and now we get to create these experiences and these memories. And guess what? There's not going to be no stress involved, said I'm not going to throw one interception. I'm not going to lose one game. We're not going to miss one flag. There's not going to be hopefully no injuries. You know what I mean? There's no bugs at Disney either. So you won't get no bee stings or no mosquito bites. They do <laughs> a very good job of, there's no nature, maybe some lizards, but I I don't even remember seeing lizards in there. They like complete eco control in that place. <laughs> I don't know, but what's your three things, bro? Yeah.
0: I'm gonna give you my three things, man. Uh, first, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, first I, I want to just, uh, say a, uh, congratulations and just, uh, give you a round of applause, bro, because you started your story. You came back around full circle and closed it out. I know that's one thing that we all <laughs> have been working on. So, uh, for that i'll give you one of these you know give you some uh some some love and uh give you a little bit of air horns from, from me bro but um yeah just just that that was number one number two uh i need you to to to, uh, do a recon what is it how do you say reconnaissance mission for me i need you to to find out if i'm crazy because the one the the biggest things i remember from disney not only where the experience was great but the turkey legs i can't i i I, oh, I yeah, put the, yeah. the turkey legs on such of a high pedestal from my memories from 1995, right? So I'm trying to realize, is, was, that, was that just young, a young pup that just loved and found such of a, uh, 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 I found this huge turkey leg just to be such amazing because of what it was? Or is it actually truly that great? I can't remember if, you know, if, if I'm imagining how great this turkey leg was versus any other turkey leg I can get any other time of the year.
1: I'm a. I'm gonna assume because your boy is not a caveman. I ain't Fred Flintstone yeah. or Barney Rubble, and I'm not a turkey or chicken leg uh, type of guy. But people be walking around with them things. They do look like they're fire. I can't remember. My wife may have got one. What? Okay, I, I might have to ask her. Said because I've never had one, but they do look delicious. But they're huge, and I. I've seen more young people. Little kids walk around with them things that the have turkey adults.
0: legs, bro. That's
1: yeah. That's they, the thing. You often. know, it's funny. They walk with that one arm. They got the turkey leg in, and the other hand, they got the the thing that blows the bubbles out the top of the oh. head. <laughs> 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 Walking through with those two things.
0: What an experience, bro! What experience? So I need you to do that uh, on this mission. If you can ask either ask someone or if you tried yourself, just let me know if if I was just over exaggerating or over remembering how great that turkey leg is. And uh, number three, bro, is, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Lawn Care Power Moves podcast on this free flow on Friday. Definitely appreciate you all for tuning in. Make sure you catch us each and every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern for the Lawn Care Power Moves live show. On the Instagram. But you can catch my brother over there at Mac underscore landscaping412. And you can catch me at still cuts the best. Make sure you go ahead and do that. Do that. Make sure you also hit up the YouTube channels again, Mac Landscaping and Lawn Care. Me, still cuts on the landscaping. Hit the subscribe, bell notification, leave a comment, throw a couple of likes on a couple of videos, and share, 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 share. Sharing is caring, man. That's what my, my daughter always says. When uh, Charlie wants something that Cooper is holding on to and Cooper doesn't want to share. She always says, but Sharon is caring. <laughs> she, she always tries to negotiate her into actually uh, sharing a part of what she has. man. So do us a favor, man. Share the podcast. Share the YouTube channels. Go ahead and do that, man. We love y'all for that. And uh, it is 2024. It is time to go out and do what you got to do. And what I'm going to do is go and get the hell up out the way because y'all know what time it is. Open your mind. Ready your heart. It's now time for Long Care Power Move, the show.
1: The lawn care power move of the show. Cedric is right. It is 2024 and I'm going to go down here to Florida and experience life. So the lawn care power move of the show is to experience life, enjoy all life's experiences and make the most of every moment. That's why we're doing what we're doing so that we can enjoy life's experiences and not be stressed out and not miss the opportunities and watch them fly past us. Because we ain't experiencing life. So experience life and enjoy all of the experiences that you get. Make the most of every moment. That's what I'm about to do down here in Florida. We love you. We appreciate you. And we wish you nothing but success. And we out. Peace. Peace. Mickey
0: Mouse. <laughs> Guess what we got to do. Are you wearing some mouse ears when you get down there? Are you mouse ears guy? You I'm going to be kicking ass way.
1: with mouse ears on my head. And that's what okay. you got to do. Go <laughs> kick ass. Go kick <laughs> go ass. Kick
0: go ass. kick ass. We kick ass so we could go to Disney
1: World with these mouse ears and experience life. That's what you got to do. All of 2024. I'm going to say it. Experience this day. You only got one of them. Let's go. Ooh, yeah. I like the macho, man.
0: We out. Peace. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I'ma put it down, hold it down, tilt my crown. Hit the bass, let it, pound, dawg. I don't play around, dawg. Run, run, run it up, run it up. All of these blessings, I pray them up. Falling like showers, they flooding up. I'm on the up and up, rising your son is up. Lord, bless it, I'm favored up. I need it all, ain't no giving up. City is dying, let's raise it up. Raise up the stakes, raise up my kids. Raise the community up and get lit. It's not where you're from, it's not how you fit. It's wherever you at, Put that on my wife, put that on my kids. It is what it is, the life that I chose. Take a chance on my own, without the grace of my love. that's not the route i should go i went from losing it all and being dead ass broke to putting trust in my faith and giving all in these songs just take a look at your life and wonder could it be worse we in the midst of a war these casualties can't rehearse do you head to that hearse make sure you giving your all anybody got a bottle with a mood you be bigger keep it moving and just brush your mouth cause we're